This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit theshawnstevensonmodel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my co-host and producer of the Model Health Show, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's up, Sean? Look at you. How are you doing today? I am health optimistic. Health to mystic. Yes. Tell me what that means. I am optimistically healthy. Ah, oh, yes. I love that. And I'm I so especially healthy. Love that one. It makes me optimistic. Mm, see, it's like a virtuous circle right. instead of the vicious, vicious circle. Yes. I love that. Awesome. <laughs> Victorious well, circle. <laughs> well, everybody, we've got an amazing show for you today. Today, we're going to actually be talking about because we're in the midst of the holiday season mm-hmm. here in the United States. But I wanted to definitely create something that was evergreen because you got hundreds of thousands of people downloading the show each and every month. So some people are going to be listening to this, you know, months from now in the future or even years from now, potentially. And I'll make sure that you get things that you can add value to your life no matter when you get it. Okay, Mm so today we're going to be talking about get togethers, you know, because there's a lot of Christmas parties (laughs) and stuff going on right now and what to do with the holidays, you know, because a lot of people have some big barriers in their health and a lot of challenges come up around holiday season. Every year. the flu It's also coincidentally, it's the flu season too, Perfect you know. Perfect timing, right? <laughs> but Jeez. so, but we're going to add something to that and we're going to talk about tips for eating out at restaurants, family get-togethers and holidays all in one. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to combine them like Jade does those words. <laughs> we'll right? take it. So, and these things, again, they're going to be able to be useful for you for many, many years to come because there are going to be many times you're going to find yourself at a restaurant situation oh, yeah. and you're going to know what to do to stay healthy, stay on track and stay feeling good. Shoot for day to day sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. But first, let's give a huge shout out to our show sponsor, OnIt.com. Make it big. OnIt.com forward yes. slash model. Head over to O-N-N-I-T forward slash M-O-D-E-L for 10% off your entire purchase of your health and human performance supplements. We have an exclusive here with the oh, Model Health Show. Yes. You get 10% off also on the Hemp Force Protein. No other show has that right now, <laughs> all right? Keep, it's our little secret, yes. but you get 10% off the Hemp Force Protein, the most bioavailable protein for the human body. And by the way, the Choco Maca flavor. I want to talk about this a little you bit because I haven't to. talked about That's it. That's good stuff. They've got the cacao in there, mm-hmm. right? The, the chocolate. So this is a food. Not only does it have some of the caffeine-like components that caffeine is a nervous system stimulant, mm-hmm. right? It also has theobromine, which is a cardiovascular stimulant. Okay, so it's more of a well-rounded uh, energy that it gives your body. You don't get some kind of weird crash. And this is mixed into the formula. Mm-hmm. You know, it's on the basis of the hemp protein. This is a wonderful energy source. And so with that chocolate, you're also going to be finding interesting compounds like anandamide, which is known as the bliss chemical, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, There's also tryptophan components. And so precursors to things like serotonin, right? Mm -hmm. So these are things that make you feel good, feel balanced. These are, quote, antidepressant compounds. And this is all found in chocolate. This is why people tend to gravitate towards chocolate, especially when there's stress, especially when there's, they just want to feel good. They need like a, quote, comfort food. Chocolate is one of those things. And it has more of an innocent root. You know, the food itself it's a really, really healthy food, but we've kind of twisted and turned to some Franken <laughs> Hershey's, you know, Franken kiss where it's got all the processed stuff in there, mm-hmm. the, the fake sugar, oh, the fake dairy products, all the preservatives. Then you've got something that's a, quote, guilty pleasure versus you can do something that's part of your overall health protocol. Mm-hmm. So this is why I love Hemp Force and the Choco Maca flavor. And they've got the vanilla acai flavor as well. 
both of them are phenomenal and they are using real earth grown nutrients. Yes. Okay. So this isn't just that wax stuff that you're going to find on your store shelves when you go to GNC or something like that. And they're saying, you know, the chocolate flavor, right? It's not that this is, they've got the real stuff in, in this product. So Huge thumbs up for the Hemp Force Protein. Love it. Most bioavailable protein for the human body. Once again, listen to that. Understand it. You actually absorb it and you use it. Uh-huh. This is why it's so valuable. All right, it so, tastes good. Did you say it tastes and good? It, yeah, of course. It tastes of so course. good. Of course. It tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check out the Hemp Force Protein. Also huge fan of the Earth Grown Nutrients. Every single human being in our world today needs to be on a green superfood blend. This is essential stuff. This helps to buffer all of the acidity, all of the toxicity that we're all exposed to on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you know, in our air, food, and water supply. You know, we can't get around this stuff. So you've got to do things in our world today to create real health insurance. Absolutely. And this is why these green superfood blends are so important. You're going to be getting a tremendous amount of bioavailable uh, vitamins and minerals. Mm -hmm. Uh, The uh, essential amino acids are going to be found in there. Also polysaccharides. Okay, so these are some of the, quote, essential sugars that help to improve the communication of all the cells in your body. Nice. Really fancy stuff. Yes. Right? Well, I understood. I understood. <laughs> Improving the communication in my body to do better is I'm great. so fancy. <laughs> Don't you, you like so this fancy. green? <laughs> right? So, and it tastes good. Just mix it oh into your gosh. little water concoction or into your juices, your smoothies. Mm-hmm. It's all good. And that's a way to really have the true health insurance. So check that out and check out onit.com forward slash model for 10% off. Now let's get into the iTunes review of the week. This one is from Gone to Relax. It's rated five stars and check out this title. Phantasmagorical. (laughs) I came across the model health show when Sean was interviewed by Abel James on the Fat Burning Man show and was immediately impressed by his positive attitude, his knowledge and his manner. Sean and Jade are a great team. They have great guests on their show and I appreciate so much the knowledge and inspiration I get each time I listen. All delivered in a fun yet firm manner. Thanks. Mm, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I like love that, that word. I'm so snagging the word. <laughs> Thank you. And that's from one of our listeners in France, actually. And oh. Truly appreciate everybody heading over to iTunes and leaving these reviews. Man, it's so amazing. It is so amazing. Messy. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's go ahead and get into the topic of the day. So today we're going to be sharing tips for eating out at restaurants, family get togethers, and holidays, mm-hmm. all right? First, we're gonna start off, and I'm actually gonna give you guys straight up bullet points and, and tips and strategies here. So first, we're gonna focus in on the restaurants, and I'm gonna share with you eight tips for eating out at restaurants. Now, for me, traveling, having a lot of business right. meetings, and just finding myself in interesting situations mm-hmm. from time to time, you know, where I'm working a lot, or I'm doing an event, I'm teaching a workshop, and I've gotta get something to eat. Yeah. So these are some of the strategies that I use Uh, So we're going to go ahead and start at the top of the list. Tip number one for eating out at restaurants. Number one is to pick the place. Okay, pick the place. Like if you're going to be having a business meeting or you're meeting up with a friend or you're meeting with your family or friends, a group of friends, Mm -hmm. you pick the place. Right, right. right? There are plenty of farm to table restaurants Mm -hmm. popping up all over the country right now. So glad about that. Right. It's just huge wave. And it's one of those things. It's not, in my opinion, it's not a trend. You know, this is actual shift in the consciousness of the public, mm-hmm. you know, in our demand for high quality food. Not a fad. You know, so I'm not a fad. Mm-hmm. I'm not a JJ fad. <laughs> All right. So pick the place, farm to table, uh, organic, you know, places that are using organic 
um, even farmers markets. There's a place over here called Shafley's that actually has a farmers market every week mm-hmm. outside on their mm-hmm. parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, so and they source a lot of their food from those farmers markets. Also, you could check out if they've got gluten free menus, things like that. So choose a place like that. Yeah. Easiest thing to do, pick the place. Got it. All right, so that's tip number one. Tip number two, if you happen to be in a situation where you can't pick the place or someone else has picked the place, call ahead, okay? Or even easier today, you can actually check out the menu online. Yes. All right, so just go online, see what they've got, right, and see how you can finesse this situation and know what you're going to be getting ahead of time, you know, and see what kind of options. If you call ahead, oftentimes they can actually adjust things for you, you know, and make things a a certain way or maybe keep an ingredient out. A lot of these restaurants are very, very willing to help, Mm -hmm. you know, to help you to feel comfortable because they want your business. Sure. And that'd probably be a great thing to do ahead of time anyway, instead of at the table where everybody's looking like, what is her (laughs) problem? But no, no, we'll be with with like-minded people and everyone will be amenable to the fact that I need to get that. Compassionate. Yes, (laughs) they would. But if not, you know, here we are, we're around friends and neighbors and some new acquaintances. You never know. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a wonderful example. And also this tip is just super easy. It's Mm -hmm. really, it speaks for itself, you know, super easy stuff. But sometimes in some of the stuff that I'm going to be sharing today might be Captain Obvious, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it might be just kind of like in the periphery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you might be aware that this is possible, but you don't know it, especially in the moment. Mm -hmm. And presenting this right into the front of your consciousness is going to have those things right there in your mental Rolodex to pull out when you need it. Yeah. Make it like a toolbox. Yes, indeed. So, That's number two. Number three on our eight tips for eating out at restaurants. Number three is to use the pick three strategy. Hmm, Okay. And this is something that I use with my clients and I actually build this into many of their programs because I know that they're going to find themselves in situations where they're going to go out to eat. So I use the pick three strategy and it's real simple, but I give them a category of foods. But so I'm not going to list a bunch of foods here per se, but I'm going to tell you what what the framework is. Well, sure. Or you could use me, for example. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the pick three strategy is simply... Pick one protein entree of choice. Okay, okay, that's pick number one. Pick number two is to pick one non-starchy veggie. And pick three is to pick one healthy fat. Okay, one healthy fat source. And those are your three main things that you need to go for when you go out to eat at a restaurant. Like okay, so the protein it. entree could be anything from, you know, the wild-caught salmon mm-hmm. to lamb. Uh, you know, some flank steak or, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. or lamb. Mm-hmm. Then you got your uh, veggie of choice. You know, it can be ranging from yesterday. Um, I actually had dinner with, I'm sorry, I had lunch with my daughter, Aww. which was awesome. And they had sautéed, the veggie of the day was sautéed uh, zucchini and squash. Mm-hmm. So I went for that. Or it could be broccoli or asparagus or Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. sautéed greens. There's so many different options that different restaurants are going to have. Pick one of those, mm-hmm. Okay. Then your third thing is getting that essential fat. And we know that these are all components to keep you satiated and also to fuel your body and fuel your brain, you know, especially with the dietary fiber aspect, you know, because if you're not actually getting satiated from your meal, you're going to have a tendency to want to order that extra thing. Oh, yeah. You know, let me see that dessert menu. When they come back around with the sample plastic cheesecake. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like one of these? (laughs) Yeah, just give me all. (laughs) Put them all, put them all in the table. Uh, I'll take a box to go. There we go. (laughs) If I don't finish. So protein, entree of choice, then the healthy fats. So this could be anything from uh, some avocado to some olives. Maybe they've got some nuts, some like some macadamia nuts or whatever they can throw into a salad for you. Of course, the olive oil, extra virgin olive oil you can get to finish your foods. Like they can put a little bit on your veggies Mm -hmm. or if you're getting a salad. Salads are always a great choice when you go out to a restaurant because it's pretty good. 
uh, chance that they're going to have salads available. Sure, sure. You know? And then they could toss in the other things like the fat and the nuts. Exactly. Exactly. Great. So that's the pick three strategy. I love it. Reserve the time that you're going to eat some carbohydrates for it somewhere else. You know, uh-huh. when you go to a restaurant, take the safe choice. Okay. Use a pick three strategy. Okay. The protein, the not starchy veggie, and the good fat source. Okay. Okay. I can handle and that. handle the carbs later, which we're going to talk more about that in a moment. Yeah, because they're everywhere right about now. Yeah, exactly. You walk into the office, there's the cookies. Oh, man. Someone yeah. boxes up a pound cake for you with a little bowl. <laughs> You know, and what's that smell in the air? Is that fresh baked bread? That's crazy. Pound cake? Yeah. You know, of course, it's like... Fruit cake. The pound cake is like, what, a pound of... Butter. Butter, a pound of flour, a pound uh, of sugar, I think. It's some. It's a pound of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. it puts pounds on you. Yeah, That's why they call it well a pound cake. Yeah, you might as well just smather it on your thighs <laughs> as opposed Just rub it to in externally. It. Yeah, right. Yeah, some crazy stuff. But the thing is, you know, it's really, you know, it's... It, a lot it's of a traditions, lot, you, you know, know, it's a lot of traditions, but these are new traditions. I've got to, you know, reiterate this, but, you know, and it's not about not enjoying the holidays at all. And of course, like I said, we're going to talk about more strategies for even when you go out to a restaurant to enjoy yourself, sure. you know, but these are the safest bets. So that's number three on our eight tips for eating out at restaurants. Number four is to skip the beverage and drink water. Okay? What? Another super simple one. You know, I've been out with a lot of people and they're quick to order like, you know, they think it's healthier. Instead of getting a soda, they'll get some juice Mm -hmm. or some lemonade or a diet. It's just processed sugar Mm -hmm. water. Drink. That's really all it is. You know, right. And you're drinking the sugar. Right. So what that's going to do is elicit a higher insulin response, which is going to trigger your body to store more of the calories that you're about to eat and that drink. As fat. Wow, wait a minute. It triggers your body to store more. Yes. Oh, man. Because you you know this from our past shows that insulin is your body's fat-storing hormone. It's your major fat-storing hormone. So when it's active, it's going to be looking to push whatever energy available into those cells as energy. Oh, dear. All right, so this was another reason that we talked about the pick three of avoiding the carbohydrates. You know, so this is a good opportunity to avoid some fat storage, you know, and to utilize foods that are going to keep insulin down at a minimum. Okay. Right? So it's, there's method behind all of this, you know, and so that you can pick the safer starches or carbohydrate foods when you're in more of a, a structured environment. Because oftentimes, even if you're eating at a restaurant, you might know a little bit, you don't know all the little stuff that they're doing to that food. Right. You know, and how they're sneaking in more, quote, mm-hmm. calories, which is more energy and more potential fat. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, also we've talked about in previous shows, and we'll put this show in the show notes, and we broke down the whole calorie myth and understand yeah. that this yeah. is not about calories. Mm-mm. This is about what your hormones are doing, mm-hmm. okay? Because your hormones are going to determine every single calorie that you consume, what it does in your body. Right. Whether it's going to get stored as fat, whether it's going to get eliminated as energy, or and also understanding like everybody's different. You know, your metabolism, your hormones are different from the person sitting across from you. They might be able to, quote, get away mm-hmm. with eating, you know, the pecan pie, you know? And if you eat it, then your butt's just going to start jiggling like right <laughs> while you're sitting there at the table. It's going to jiggle on its with, own. With every Which chew. might not be a necessarily bad thing. Shout out to J-Lo. But it really, for some people, they don't want that to happen, you know. So understand. So that's what I want everybody to do. Skip the beverage and drink water. Super easy. Super simple thing. Enjoy the good meal. But you don't have to add on top of that by drinking some random crazy stuff. All right. You know, I've been wanting to ask you about the water at the meal yeah. Kind of combination, too. Okay. Is there some truth to or concern about when you drink Absolutely. the water? 
and when you're eating food. Absolutely. Well, I was actually fortunate enough to be trained by the swift hand of my grandfather <laughs> when I was a kid and I would be reaching for that cup and he, you know, smack my hand like eat your food first. Uh-huh. And so I got conditioned like I never was one of those people who drank fluids or liquids with my meal. You know, even when I would go to the fast food drive through, I would just get a meal. I wouldn't mm-hmm. get the drink. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the craziest thing, you right. know. And so it kind of gave me a little bit of a benefit. But then, of course, with my research later on, understanding that what you want to do is really help to strengthen your digestive fire, Mm -hmm. you know, and not literally water it down by consuming liquid with your food. And some people, you know, it just kind of depends on your constitution. You know, some people have stronger digestive fire where they can get by with some of that stuff. But if you're generally, uh, everybody can really benefit from drinking their water before or after. And here's the general guideline is to drink 20 minutes before, give yourself at least 20 minutes after you drink any liquid, and also then would be 30 to 45 minutes after. Okay. okay? So give your body some time to process that food. All right, so what you want to do is help to cultivate the conditions for strong, healthy digestive fire because in your stomach, for example, you've got the hydrochloric acid and acid and water, those things kind of neutralize each other, mm-hmm. right? So stuff can kind of get stagnant in your body and you're going to depress your your digestive ability. So yeah, that's a great question. Yes. And a lot of people wonder about that. So do your best to not consume water with your meal. Of course, you could have a swig or two to, you know, wash the food down or whatever it is, but <laughs> Yeah, depending on what neighbor, what <laughs> who cooked that one. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Just a little, please. But generally, <laughs> you know, you can uh, work on uh, bringing this as a new way of consuming your food, you know, work on it. If it's been an issue for you over the years of just like knocking down a big thing of water, if you're not in a physical health that you want to be in, maybe it might be because you're not digesting and assimilating your food properly. Mm-hmm. All right. Fire. Small things can make a huge difference. It can. All right. So let's move on. So the next tip on our eight tips for eating out at restaurants is number five, number which five. is to have a large salad first. Well, there you go. Okay. Super easy thing. Um, it can be like your quote appetizer mm-hmm. when you get there. Get all that greenery in there, get that roughage in there in your body to set the template. Also, of course, you're going to activate leptin in your system. It's going to make you, uh, leptin is a satiety hormone, you know, so it's going to make you more satiated and again, help to control cravings for other crazy stuff that might come along in the meal experience (laughs) later, you know, so get that salad in first. So you're at least getting something and also it's living, Mm -hmm. you know, this is going to be living food. So there's going to be raw foods that are going to be incorporated into that salad. So you're going to be getting enzymes, Mm -hmm. okay, which can be utilized by your body for purposes of assisting in digestion. We need that. And also just doing metabolic processes, period, you know, so you're getting enzymes in the food. When you cook a food over 118 degrees, you're going to be destroying upwards of 100% of those enzymes potentially. So it's going to require more digestive energy to try to break that food down. Your body can do it, right? but why put it under more stress when you can add in more raw and living foods to help your body along? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So get that salad in first. Mm-hmm. Have that be your appetizer. That's another great strategy of eating out at a restaurant because also if you know that you're going to be eating something a little bit on the borderline, mm-hmm. you know, get that good stuff in there first. Right. Right, So you're setting a template, you get that in there first, and then maybe you're having your, I don't want to say it, but like uh, eggplant parmesan or whatever it is, you know. Garlic (laughs) cheddar biscuits. Garlic cheddar. Are you talking about Red Lobster right now? I've heard of them. Are you talking about Red Lobster? Just heard of them. They bring them out first. (laughs) That used to be the fancy spot right there, (laughs) the Red Lobster. (laughs) Anywhere that they give you like a buzzer thing, you know, it's probably not like top notch. (laughs) 
you know, but I'm not, not take away. There are some good oh, restaurants gosh. that have that because, uh-huh. you know, they might be in demand, but yeah. generally, yeah, Red Lobster, yeah, it's not the best ever. Oh my God. So anyways, all right, let's go ahead and move on on the list here. So that was number five. Number six on our list of tips for eating out at restaurants is to bring support along with you hmm. to upgrade the quality of your meal. Now, Jade, you know this personally. Spanks. That I know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I bring along this bag with me, this little fancy, right. it's not fancy it's at not all, it's fancy, actually a free bag <laughs> that has my little supplements and I also have got a notebook in there because uh-huh. sometimes I just get hit with the inspiration. I might want to write something down, I might hear something. So I keep this notebook along with me. But what's more important right now in the conversation is what's in the bag. What's in and the I'm bag? And I'm going to go and actually reach into the bag right now. Get the bag. Let's see this bag. Look at that fancy little burlap Let's thing you got there. Bag. Turn it around. Let me see this what's on the front. This is a free gift from my daughter's school. Turn it around. Webster. Wolverines. Uh, I don't know what that is. I think it's like a, <laughs> it's not a wolf. It's something else. But okay. It's neither here nor there. So in my bag. So what I mean by this is every opportunity that I get, I'm looking for ways that I can upgrade the quality and nutrition in my meal. Okay. Because chances are the meal at the restaurant is not going to meet my body standards. You know, so I bring along a little. I love that. It won't. That won't meet my body standards. (laughs) So I bring along a little bottle of spirulina, Mm -hmm. you know, and I actually I've got a bigger container, but I'll pour it in there and I actually bring a little this bottle of spirulina and just kind of dump spirulina into my like and mix it in with my salad Mm -hmm. or I'll mix it in with some guacamole if I find myself in the. Mecca of Chipotle, you know, so (laughs) if I find myself in a situation like that, I'll mix some spirulina in to radically upgrade the nutrition in that meal because spirulina over 70% protein by weight, Mm -hmm. beta carotene, uh, zeaxanthin, potentially the number one nutrient for your vision is found in that food. Okay. Phycocyanin. This food has a compound in it, this phycocyanin that can actually help to boost the production of your stem cells. What do stem cells do? Stem cells become everything your body needs. You know, so if you need to regenerate some muscle tissue, some knee cartilage, uh, something for your vision, stem cells are the seed cells that make that happen. This food has that kind of magic seemingly capacity, Mm -hmm. but this is backed by scientific, many, many scientific studies. And so I'm bringing this in and just adding that to my food. And that's what we call an upgrade. Sure, sure. And and that green quality to actually turn it true green is really nice. One time I was actually at Whole Foods. And I had a salad there and I poured it into my salad and mixed it up. Somebody walked by and literally complimented my salad. Who does that? Somebody (laughs) might compliment your shirt. They might compliment your hair. But somebody walked by there's like, that salad looks amazing. (laughs) That's a good looking salad. (laughs) Hey, my salad works out. That's right. (laughs) So, okay. All right. So that is number. Just look at my salad. (laughs) Just look at my salad. Yeah. Okay. So that's number six. And also, so let me give, actually, let me go ahead and give you some more strategies because I didn't even go into my bag before we move on. I see you slipped it back in there before I started asking for stuff. I've also got... Pass it over here. um, Marine phytoplankton. So this is my Oceans Alive Marine phytoplankton. I've been using this for many, many years. One of my favorite things in the world. I'm not going to talk too much about it because we're going to have the creator on very soon. Mm -hmm. This guy's brilliant. I mean, he's he's scary smart, right? Just super smart. And it's been one of my most incredible health insurance components, you know, utilities that I've had for many, many years. So the marine phytoplankton. It's interesting. We hadn't heard about this before. So that's something easy that you can mix into pretty much anything. Okay. Drink liquid or yeah, you can mix into... it into your water. You can just take it straight, okay. but you're going to get a tremendous amount of nutrition. You're going to be getting in this food pretty much every nutrient that's known. And that's mm-hmm. no joke. So mm-hmm. we're talking about every essential amino acid, every mineral and trace mineral, 
every essential fatty acid, every polysaccharide, mm-hmm. okay? Because this is from the ocean. This is the root of all life. So when I say that it has every nutrient, of course, that might exclude a couple of things, but generally you're going to be getting across the board everything that your body needs mm-hmm. in this in this amazing food. But again, I don't want to get too much into it because we could do a whole show about it. So I've got the marine phytoplankton in my bag. Man. I've also got in here uh, that the Digest Tech from our amazing sponsor, Onnit.com. So these are professional-grade digestive enzymes. These can be very helpful when you're eating some questionable food, you know, and also denser foods, which you're going to be finding at restaurants because they're going to keep cooking a lot of oil and a lot of salt just to make the food more palatable and tasty. So this has the amylase, which breaks down carbohydrates, protease, which breaks down the proteins, lipase, which assists in breaking down fats. Uh, the cellulase helps to break down plant fibers and on and on and on. Mm. Also, why I love this one in particular is that they also have in the ginger root extract. Okay. Ginger helps to increase that digestive firepower that we mm-hmm. talked about. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with fennel seed powder. All right. So I keep this with me at all times. So those are just some of the examples that you can just kind of keep in your bag. You can keep, you know, like I'm a dude. So I'm carrying around this bag. But, you know, ladies, you got the purses. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just have a couple of little things in there just to help to upgrade the quality of your meal. I can have a little spirulina pouch in there. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? All right. So that's number six on I'm our list. I'm going to go powder. Excuse me while I go powder my salad. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's number six on our list of eight tips for eating out at restaurants. So let's awesome. move on to number seven. Number seven is pretty simple, self-explanatory. Dessert the desserts. Mm. Okay. And this is, again, something that you can do on your own terms. You don't want to fall into the trap because this is where you're going to have a tendency to consume a lot of processed sugar is in those desserts. And grains. Right? And Mm -hmm. this is going to end your meal on not the best spot. However, again, at a lot of these different restaurants, the farm-to-table places, what I want to encourage, even outside of all this stuff, and not to be so in our head about this and so fearful and so exclusive and just not enjoying ourselves. You know, we don't want to be dogmatic So enjoy yourself, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm giving you the strategies. I'm telling you the truth Mm -hmm. about this stuff. But at the same time, you live in the world, you know, and you need to enjoy yourself and let your hair down, you know, every now and then and just enjoy, enjoy the experience because this is why food tastes good. Yeah. Because it wants you to eat it, you know. But we've got to make the distinction between real food and stuff that's chemically made to taste good mm-hmm. to get you to eat it. Exactly. Okay. And what, so, what's the true value we're looking for? Is it the feel good? Then maybe I don't need all of what's in that to feel good. So right. one strategy I've tried, and this is great for the holidays, is prepare healthy treats to share. Mm. Prepare to share. Mm. So maybe I can make a raw vegan brownie. And have them all wrapped up and ready to exchange as gifts. And if not for gifts, hey, no, I've got one waiting for me at home. So then you're not totally without. And, you know, you've got that dessert, that treat, that uh, little sweet sparked waiting for you at home, you know, or even in the car. You get your sweetness elsewhere. You just bring it right. No, 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 no. I'm fine. You go ahead and keep that upside down devil's pineapple Whatever thing creation. Devil's pineapple. (laughs) I created something just now, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Mm. I have my vegan brownie in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. See, that's a skill Mm -hmm. that you need to develop, you know, that somebody needs to develop to be able to say no to that 
in choosing the higher. Well, you could put it in your purse too, really. Right, right. And I've seen that before many, many times. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, if we're able to first, tip number one, pick the place. There you go. They're going to have higher quality ingredients to make some of this great stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, gluten-free um, pumpkin pie or the yeah. gluten-free brownies or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, or they're at least using organic ingredients to make you know, the chocolate cake See, or whatever it is, you know, so now we're getting stuff, to, yeah. now we're getting into the, you know, again, <laughs> we're really getting over the borderline, but again, stack the conditions in your, favor. in your favor. And when you go out, enjoy, you know, you can have a little bit of that stuff, but you know, what Jade is talking about, that's the strategy of a master right there. Well, I'm The strategy of to... the master is understanding that, yes, I see that you guys have these things to, available, but I'm getting my sweetness elsewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and having that composure and that patience and that ability to, uh, because what it really is, is that instant gratification, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what a lot of these different levels of mastery talk about, you know, even with your finances, sure. you know, with your relationships, you know, right? Because you might want to, you get that money, it burns a hole shot. in your pocket, you want to spend it. I did. Can you have that delayed gratification? Right. You know, same thing with your food, every single meal. What we tend to do is when we're, we're in a food situation, we're acting like we're never going to get to eat again, right. you know? <laughs> I've got to have it all. I've got to do it now. You know, when the reality is you pretty much are going to be in three meals a day. Yeah. You know, you get to eat again. Calm down. It's going to be okay. And you'll go at the leftovers the same way. Well, we only do this once a year. (laughs) Right. So let's move on to tip number eight. So that was tip number seven. Tip number eight on our eight tips for eating out at restaurants and remaining healthy Mm -hmm. and beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right. Tip number eight is to strength train that day. Strength train that day before, not after. A lot of people are under the assumption that they can go and work off the meal that they indulged in. That's true. Okay, But the truth is you cannot out-train a bad diet nor a bad meal because your body is operating. The hormonal landscape is totally different when you're trying to work it out afterwards versus before. So what you're doing when you work out beforehand is you're increasing your body's ability to help to shuttle that food to your muscles and to repair your body, okay? Versus when you're trying to work it off, first you're gonna be utilizing like muscle glycogen. You're not necessarily, your body has to go through quite a process to try to break down stored fat, fat that is already stored because you ate crazy, (laughs) all right, to try to use that as energy. You've gotta do a lot to get your body to do that, all right? Versus if you start and create the template in your body in the first place for having that food be shuttled to the purposes you want, Mm -hmm. okay? And actually, if you do the type of exercise we talk about here on the show, you can actually block your body from storing fat, Mm -hmm. okay? If you're doing like high-intensity interval training, for example, in the way that we talk about, you can actually prevent your body from storing excess carbohydrate as fat upwards of 36 hours. Oh, great. All right? So, but again, this is done beforehand. Right. So if you know you're going to be going out, and this is what the whole concept of, we call it a treat meal, not a cheat meal, (laughs) right? The whole concept of a treat meal is, you know, you earn it. Yeah. You know, you earn that treat meal. And so when you have it, you also you're not getting into like some kind of depression, Mm -hmm. you know, because, man, I just ate this. Now I got to go try and work it off. Right. You've earned it. Enjoy. Right. Right. right? That's a different mindset. So what you're going to be able to walk away with by understanding this strategy is something that a lot of people don't know. You know, they'll find themselves in the gym after the holiday, after that experience of eating a lot of craziness and they're trying to work this stuff off and they're going to have a very difficult time in doing so. Oh, it's horrible. Okay. So, you know, the strategy is to work out first. Sure. So your hormonal landscape is totally different. Your body's going to be less apt to store that food as fat. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it's going to help you to build 
more strong lean muscle so that you can look and feel the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. All right, so you can leverage this stuff just by a change in the syntax and the sequence that you do things, okay? Because really it's all about, you know, it's like with the recipe. If mm-hmm. somebody, if I give you the recipe, tell you all these things, but I don't tell you the order. Right. You know, you might- Come up with a mess. Right, of course. You can mm-hmm. come out with a complete disaster, mm-hmm. you know? So this is why like these little small things can make a huge difference. Or results that you didn't intend. Maybe it does turn out not so- Right. Bad, but right. not for the results that you right. set forth to get. Right. When mm-hmm. it can be amazing. Amazing. All right. So there you go, everybody. Those are the eight tips for eating out at restaurants and still maintaining your health and beauty. Yes. All right. So now, optimistic. now we're actually going to dive into something that regardless of when you're listening to this episode, you can use this at any type of holiday because all over the world, there are different holidays at different times where family members get together. And there's going to be a lot of different foods, a lot of uh, peer pressure, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of opportunity for you to kind of throw off your game and, and the track that you're on for your health and wellness. And so I want you to be able to maintain that, but again, at the same time, be able to enjoy the holiday. So now mm-hmm. let's get into these five tips for family get togethers and holidays to maintain your health and fitness. All right. So tip number one. So we've got Christmas coming up here mm-hmm. just in a few days. Christmas dinner is like a big deal for a lot of families in this country. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, different places in the world as well. But Christmas dinner is dinner time. So what I encourage you to do, tip number one, is to have a great, healthy breakfast. Okay. Okay. So start your day with a very, very powerful, nutrient-dense breakfast. And this is going to help you to defend against overeating later on. Nice. And why this works is because of a very important, profound statement and uh, a truism, you know, a reality about your health and your physiology. And I want everybody to really tune in, listen to this. Nutrient deficiency leads to chronic overeating. Mm. Okay. Yes. I'm going to say it again. Nutrient deficiency leads to chronic overeating. So basically, when we have hunger signals occur, your body is generally pleading with you to get the nutrients that it needs to rebuild itself into your body. So this could be the zinc, the magnesium, and other minerals and trace minerals, the essential amino acids, the essential fatty acids that it needs to help to rebuild you and to make you healthy. But then in comes the Cinnabon, Mm. (laughs) right? In comes some SpaghettiOs. Cue the SpaghettiOs. In comes a soy latte. In Mm. comes the French fries. Completely deficient in all the things that your body actually needs. So yes, you've got some stuff in your stomach that your body's putting attention there on, Yeah, salt and but grease. it's going to come up empty and it's going to be like, Hey, we didn't get what we requested. Right. So now you're hungry again and you're going to eat more and you're going to eat more. And this is why individuals in our world today find themselves constantly mm-hmm. consuming food and consuming low quality food. It becomes an addictive process. You know, you're not getting what your body really requested. You eat something else and you just continue kind of, that's a vicious circle. It is. It's created. It's vicious. You know? It's a binge. It's right. just an extended binge. It's awful. And then talk about the guilt after. Right. Right. Uh, then you're all beating up yourself. And and this boils down to what it's doing with your hormones yet again. There we go. You know, and we talked about on a previous show when we talked about depression is that, you know, what's been clinically found is that you do actually get a little bit of a serotonin hit mm-hmm. when you consume carbohydrates, you know, and it just kind of like it's an instant lift. But it goes away very, very fast because your body processes carbohydrates quicker than anything. Sure. All right. So we've got to be knowledgeable about this stuff in this whole entire landscape. And so what we're doing is 
we're preventing the overeating later on in the day mm-hmm. during the holiday season by getting a great breakfast, getting that great start, just flooding our body with nutrition. So mm-hmm. this would be a great opportunity to do your, your green smoothies where we're getting in the hemp force protein and the mm-hmm. cacao powder and the good healthy fats, you know, the coconut oils, the, the almond butter. They've got the Trilogy butter with on it. So this is almond, walnut, cashew butter. That's good. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they've got that. You could throw that in there. Uh, your green superfood, whatever it might be, the spirulinas, the chlorellas, the earth-grown nutrients, blend all that stuff up with some almond milk. Um, preferably we do the fresh-made almond milk, so you're getting a lot of those nutrients and it hasn't been processed outside of like you blending it with the water and straining it. Phenomenal source of, of fats and also a good source of protein as well. And it's you're going to be getting the enzymes that are built into that food versus when you get it processed. Mm-hmm. Not saying that mm-hmm. the store-bought almond milk is a much better choice than the pasteurized, homogenized, mm-hmm. whatever dairy coming from like <laughs> 10,000 cows, you know, so that's going to be a much better choice. But if you can make it fresh, it's a really great experience to try out as Man, well. Man, I just thought about cow milk soup. That's, the, that's Man, just the whole. It's crazy pants. Yeah, that's rough. So also, of course, if you're somebody who's more focused on, you know, eating lower carb, especially in the morning, kind of like what we advocate because you're more insulin sensitive in the morning. Mm hmm. So that means your body's going to, again, have a greater uh, disposition to store that the carbohydrates that you eat as fat. Okay, so it's a better idea to do the lower carb breakfast. So maybe you're doing like a big veggie omelet with just tons of veggies, chopped spinach and onions and mushrooms and all that kind of stuff. Or, you know, maybe having a little bit of um, other animal food with it, maybe a little protein or bacon mixed in there. Um, Then, of course, your non-starchy veggies. So one of my favorites in the morning is sautéed garlic spinach. Mm -hmm. Chop up some fresh garlic. And the funny thing about spinach, like you take like a whole box, like two huge handfuls. (laughs) Then it'd be like it'd be like a (laughs) teaspoon of spinach after it's all cooked. It's like, wow, how did that how did that happen? That cooking process, you know, that's right. So that and then, of course, your essential fat. So I love to have that with some sliced avocado. Mm. Uh, Today, I actually had some olives for breakfast. I threw that in the mix. They were Kalamata mm-hmm. olives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Delish. Right? <laughs> so, and I had that along with some leftover roast and some incredible greens that my wife made, which was a mixture of kale and um, Swiss chard. Oh, and she sell. also used these fancy uh, Kenyan spices, which she, she does not disclose what they are. I, do, I have no idea. I'm just yeah. trusting this woman. She's probably <laughs> like put some like love potion in there. That's right. Nah, I love you. There I you love go. you, babe. Don't worry Naturally. about it. Naturally. <laughs> right. You don't need no potion. It's my choice. That's right. <laughs> you didn't trick me, I think. All right. So I think. Okay. So that's that's tip number one is to have a great, healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. And, and note to self, get recipe from Ann. <laughs> and you got to understand that th- this is the situation. You've got control of this. You've got control of breakfast because you're not in that environment, you know, to be influenced slash pressured by anyone else, you know, so this, you've got control of this breakfast equation. So definitely handle your business on that breakfast. Get yourself nutrient backloaded in the morning, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that you can really face the day and uh, already be nourished. Sure. And emotionally charged. Exactly. As opposed to let down and drained. So next up on our list of five tips for family get togethers and holidays, number two on our list is to be smart, be smart. And avoid the food coma, okay, a.k.a. the itis. <laughs> the itis. All right. Do you know what the itis is? I do. Describe it, though. I love it. So the itis is basically when you consume a lot of 
food. We'll just mm-hmm. call it food, mm-hmm. no matter what it might be. Mm-hmm. You consume a tremendous amount of this food. Then you're just kind of sitting there and you become a part of the feng shui of the house now. <laughs> you're a decoration. You're pretty much useless. You're immobile. Uh, yeah. And you're basically in a drunken stupor. Uh-huh. All right. You might take a nap. You're probably going to take a nap, yeah. fall asleep, you know, while watching the game or whatever. For Just you'll doze off yeah. and you'll come back. But again, and people will be coming in, going out, and they'll be like, Let's say bye to whoever. Or, right. <laughs> hey, what's, what's wrong with uh, They got the itis. They've got the, the itis. The itis has set in. <laughs> right? So be smart. Avoid the itis. And this comes back to, you know, your psychology. It really has to do with your psychology and who are you. And a powerful book. And I encourage everybody to, to check this book out. It's a, it's a short read. It's called As a Man Thinketh mm-hmm. by James Allen. And within Wonderful. this book, he says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so shall he be. This gets back to the fundamental principle, you know, and really talking about how everything really works in our reality that whoever you believe you are, that is going to really be the outpicturing, you know, the person that you believe yourself to be. The number one driving force of a human being is to stay congruent with the identity that they have for themselves. You know, so you're going to find yourself partaking in activities, habits, ways of being in the world based on what you believe. If you go outside of that context, you're going to find yourself self-sabotaging a lot to try to get back to that template of who you say you are. So you've got to really take ownership and choose who you are and do things to affirm that continuously until you become it. So again, as a man thinketh in his heart, so shall he be. Another important line that he says in this book is that self-control is strength. Right thought is mastery calmness is power Mm -hmm. okay so self-control that's tough in these Mm -hmm. situations you know because you're trying to use your willpower which we've talked about many times on the show you get in situations where it's your willpower versus your biology right or pastries (laughs) right yeah and it's going to be a losing battle you know most of the time so you got to stack the conditions in your favor to make it so that willpower is not the issue but still strength is a component of self-control then we move to the next level where right thought is mastery Mm -hmm. So now we're talking about using the power of our mind and how we are actually envisioning and seeing things more clearly for what they are. So, for example, when I'm walking through an airport, like it's not even real to me when I'm seeing like these fat Burger King or whatever it might be. It's just like that's not even real to me. It's absurd. It's not food, Mm -hmm. you know, because of the way that I've conditioned my thinking, you know, so that's a level of mastery. But now what everybody has the opportunity to experience is just. In these situations, I'm calm, I'm present, there's no shaking me, I'm centered, you know, I know who I am, and I know what I'm about, and I'm comfortable, Mm -hmm. so there's no stress involved. The holidays bring no, zero stress Mm -hmm. for me, and I'm seeing people, you know, even tweeting, it's like, you know, gift buying, parking lots, stress, right? you know, all this stuff going on, these different components, but it doesn't have to be that way, you know, it's finding that inner calmness, and One of the ways to really cultivate that and what would be super valuable is getting back to some of the fundamental things that holidays are supposed to be about, which is gratitude. Yes. Yes. Love. Compassion. Absolutely. Absolutely. And cultivating those things within yourself by having a practice, a daily practice to really strengthen those muscles, that gratitude muscle. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't come naturally oftentimes. You know, we're really wired up to look for problems. You know, it's part of the amygdala, you know, so we've got three different brains really that have evolved on top of um, beginning with the amygdala, which is more of the Mm -hmm. reptilian brain, which is only concerned about survival. All Mm -hmm. right. Then we've got the limbic brain on top of that, which is the really associated with the four F's fighting, fleeing, feeding and procreation (laughs) and procreation. Right. (laughs) 
So that's ah. the limbic brain. And then mm. on top of that, we have the more evolved human brain, mm-hmm. which is the, the frontal cortex, the prefrontal cortex, which has more of this evolved thinking and this higher level capacity to create and to see whatever. But sometimes that amygdala can hijack the situation. Right. You know, and you get right back to survival. Mm-hmm. And this is why you need to have a practice to really be able to tame. And when he also talked about mastery, to have mastery over those lower, more primitive parts of you, you know, and so that, but here's the thing and what makes it different for the way that I see things is that it's not that that part of you is bad. Right. You can use it. Mm-hmm. You can use that part of you instead of it using you. There's That's what I want you to place. do. There's a time and a place, yes. Yes. For everything has a time and a place. So you can develop that calmness to be in these situations and feel strong. That's true power, you know, so that none of this stuff is even an issue for you. This is all a part of who you are. So I want to share one more thing from this book really quickly is that the outer conditions of a person's life will always be found to be harmoniously related to his inner state. Woo. Men do not attract that which they want, but that which they are. Okay. So who are you? And here's what I want you to actually consider. That person that you want to be in these situations, in your life, period, on a day-to-day basis, when you're faced with obstacles of you know, people coming in with you know, uh, takeout and pizza day or somebody's birthday at your office. The person that you want to be who doesn't participate in that stuff, who eats real food, who cherishes their health, who is an inspiration for other people, that person that you want to be, how does that person carry themselves? That person that you want to be, how does that person carry themselves? Right. How does that person walk? How does that person talk? How does that person function in their relationships? Okay, you've got to understand that you've got to See it first. You've got to be it internally first before it's going to be your external reality. All right. How does that person function in relationships? What does this person eat? Be yeah. clear on this person that you want to be, that you say that you are, That's that right. you want to be. That's right. How does this person eat? How do they think? Okay. Or are they subjected to people coming around saying, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Everything in moderation. <laughs> Everything in moderation. <laughs> Man, if I hear that, like immediately, (laughs) it's just, it's crazy because that's, food is the only context that we use something like that. Yeah. Everything in moderation. Well, drinking. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? Intaking food and beverage. Right, right, But we don't use the same idea like (laughs) in our relationships. Or with poison. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm moderately (laughs) uh, committed to my wife. That's right. I'm moderately in this relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, or I'm, I'm moderately doing my job at work. Right. You know, right. we don't do that anywhere well, we're else except around food. moderately living our lives. This is not moderately living. Right. Do you want to be mediocre? Well. You know, that's a decision that you have to make as well. You know, and, and some people believe that you are not here to be average. I'm one of those people, you know, that think I'm that not. you're exceptional. Yeah. You know. No. <laughs> you. 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 You're in the circle. Exceptional. You're in the circle. I'm in. All right. So <laughs> ask yourself these questions and start to visualize and see yourself as that person that you want to be, because that's how you actually become it. You must see it first, and then the outer conditions, the world will start to mold itself around that. You know, because it's not just, it's not the world per se. It's literally you being able to see through new lenses. You know, you're going to be able to see things differently in your perception and the way you respond to things. Your ability to see opportunities is going to change based on you making the decision about who you are. So now to wrap this tip up, I really want you to come into the situation with a plan and with an intention to eat and enjoy the foods that are really worthy of your body, okay? That's what I want you to do, okay? Come into it with a plan, with an intention to eat and enjoy foods that are worthy of your body. Yes, worthy. And I promise you again, 
you're going to get to eat again. I promise you this. So be smart. All right, so that's tip number two. Tip number three on a list of five health and fitness tips for family get-togethers and holidays. Number three is to have protein and veggies dominate the plate. Mm-hmm. Okay, have protein and veggies dominate the plate. Generally, this time of year, there's going to be some turkey. There's going to mm-hmm. be some ham, some That's duck. A good thing. Some people do like um, smoked salmon and, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds mm-hmm. of different yes, stuff like that. Yes, yes, So have the protein and that, that's all <laughs> thumbs up. Okay. Right, so right. your protein and veggies dominate your plate. At least three-fourths to three-fifths of your plate should be those things. Then sure, go ahead and have a sampling of the other stuff, you know, but just don't go crazy. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know... It ends up stringing into a whole bunch of more holidays. So we got a new year immediately after. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I promise you, you're going to be fine without eating a, a half a plate of baked macaroni Not cheese. Not that day, okay? you know. You're going to be fine, I promise. Right. Or a half a plate of stuffing. Oh, I can't wait to have the stuffing. Well, I'm going to stuff myself I'm going to stuff myself. Stuffing is so weird to you me. You are stuffing. I've talked about this before. <laughs> Don't do it. It's just it, the concept. It's like we take all the stuff out of the bird and then we stuff it with some other stuff. Yeah. Right. That's why it's called stuffing. It's just very strange. <laughs> you know, it, for, for me, it's like I think of like build a bear workshop. Uh-huh. There's a process where you stuff the bear. <laughs> I just drove by my old university and I saw a taxidermy. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. it's the creepiest thing. Right. And it's just like these dead birds and elks and all this stuff has been stuffed with something is looking out the window at right. you, you know? So what is this stuffing? You know, what is it actually, you know, and a lot of people don't even know. It's just, <laughs> it's just a bunch of stuff. It's, it's got sage. It it's got sage and some stuff. Yeah. Right. Sage and stuff. So what it really boils down to is having this strategy, that insight beforehand, that three fifths to three fourths of my plate is going to be dominated by protein and non-starchy veggies. So, why did and, you say three fifths? <laughs> just just to open up the ratio. Mind, yeah. Just to open up the ratio of the plate a little bit more. I three fifths, it. you get a little bit more leeway for, you know, pumpkin pie or what we had this year already was sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Crazy pants, right? It and that's crazy. a smart alternative. Right. Yeah. See, 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 would you look at that? Look at it. Have a look. Look. When that sweet potato casserole came out, I said, would you look at that? <laughs> just, just look, look at look. it. And somebody came with a knife and I said, don't t- just look at it. Right. Have you Would ever you- seen anything like this? <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much opportunity, you know, to change the ratio on your plate, you know, but you want to come with that inside of three fifths, to three fourths of my plate. Got the, it. the dominant force on my plate is going to be protein, not starchy veggies. Then it leaves room for some of the other stuff, some of the baked macaroni, some of the whatever it might be. Um, cranberry <laughs> you sauce. You keep trying to come up with stuff yeah, that's foreign I to you I now. don't know anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it cracked me up how you're searching for, I know it's familiar. You're trying to remember. <laughs> it's so funny. It's hilarious. So now here's what we do. We mainly eat real food that we can recognize, right? That's mm-hmm. what we want to do with our Thanksgiving or our holiday meals or any family get-togethers. Eat the food that you can recognize still where it came from, right? So the turkey, cool. Go for it. The greens, thumbs up. The, the green beans, mm. green light, Right. Yes. The Brussels sprouts, the roasted Brussels sprouts. Have at it. The yams do your thing. Mm-hmm. The stuffing. Mm, what? Where does it come from? You know, the where? stuffing tree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from that taxidermy. It's coming from that Build-A-Bear workshop. You don't even know what it Not is. Not My grannies. So mm-hmm. understand, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. So understand what we want to do is take the strategy on and you're going to find that you're going to be much more satiated. You're going to enjoy your meal, you're going to be able to sample and taste some of the other, quote, f- fun stuff, holiday stuff, 
but you're not going to have the itis after it's all said and done. You're going to be feeling good and you're going to hit the the rest of the year on a good note, you know, hit the ground running. All right. So let's move on to tip number four on our five tips for holiday get togethers. All right. With the familia. All right. So (laughs) tip number four is to upgrade the ingredients. Okay. Mm -hmm. Real Mm -hmm. simple. Upgrade the ingredients. And we talked about this on a recent episode with Dr. Pedram Shojai. Right. And he's talking about his pumpkin pie fetish. Mm -hmm. Right. He's just like, dude, I love it. I just go, (laughs) I got to have it, but it wouldn't mess him up. You know, so he, I believe it was his wife or maybe he found a recipe that, you know, they, they actually upgraded the ingredients, you know, so they were using more real foods. They're avoiding some of the typical inflammatory triggers that would be found in a more of a processed kind of, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> if I could just see the face <laughs> that goes with <laughs> all that stuff that's in there. Um, just <laughs> Because it just goes, It not only is it not, what did you say? It's not worthy of your body. <laughs> We're not worthy, yeah. It's not worthy yeah. of your body, but you don't even want to speak it. It's like, I don't even want to put those words in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> for me, honestly, it's because there's this thin line between, mm-hmm. you know, pumpkin pie and pumpkin cry. Okay. You know, like there's one <laughs> way of doing this stuff that we're going to use organic, you know, pumpkin puree and maybe like an almond crust or like, I think we use a pecan mm. crust made with dates. And it all turns, it's amazing. Tastes fantastic. And I actually put in the, the show notes, I put the recipe for the pumpkin, pumpkin pie we crust. had. Yeah. And no. the crust with pecan crust and all. I'll put the recipe in, in with the, the show notes. Yes. Right. So, and then you've got the pumpkin cry, which is from some genetically modified <laughs> pumpkin that was actually part of a scary movie at some point. Stop it. Right. And then the crust is made from just pure gluten. <laughs> right. It's pure gluten. That's a gluten right? crust. So you get a coma. So you get a gluten overdose <laughs> and you feel like crap after you eat it, uh-huh. you know, so... There's a thin line there, and I, I don't want to, you know, just kind of throw people off from enjoying yourself. But what you want to do is be more intelligent and upgrade the ingredients. Mm-hmm. We can make some of this amazing stuff that we kind of grew up with. In but a much better way. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And it might take a little bit more work in the beginning. Yeah. You know, but oftentimes you'll, you'll get that down to the process and it'll just be normal. And your body right? will say, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Now you're so, doing what? Now you got it. So use organic ingredients. That should be Captain Obvious at this point. Uh, so we're not using foods that have been sprayed with pesticide, fungicide, herbicide, rodenticides. All right. Remember, side means to kill. Side so let's not kill. kill anyone, that's right. you know, at your dinner table. Let's <laughs> right. actually get together and have foods that's, yeah. that's life-giving, affirmative. Don't kill them softly okay. with your pecan. All right. So use organic ingredients. Mm-hmm. Find gluten-free and or paleo-friendly alternatives. You could just do a little Google search. And the reason that I say paleo-friendly is because it, it provides a good framework because it that frame of thinking avoids a lot of the typical autoimmune triggers, mm-hmm. you know, so you're going to be avoiding a lot of those things that can really set you off and create inflammation, just make you feel bad. So uh, whatever the recipe is, just go to Dr. Google and mm-hmm. put it in and look for a paleo version of it, gluten-free version as well. Uh, make multiple vegetable dishes. Okay. This is something a lot of people don't do during the right. holidays. Just kind of make one vegetable dish. So, um, we, we've done options. like, yeah, so mm-hmm. the roasted Brussels sprouts I mentioned. So good. Uh, some amazing greens. Um, also, the green beans is kind of a staple at the holidays. Mm-hmm. But, you know, make multiple vegetable dishes, you know, and don't be afraid to, to have something new there as well. Yeah, because you really can't do three-fifths if you only have <laughs> one scoop of something to choose from. Broccoli casserole is go. another thing we've done. So, and also... Outside of all this stuff, if you're not the one kind of doing all the major food stuff, the entrees, you do the dessert, okay? You do the dessert. You bring the dessert along. This is something that 
my wife has been a master of, right? To the degree people were trying to order these pies from her, mm-hmm. you know? So we've done like uh, raw food meals, you know, so raw food desserts, so raw food pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like an ice cream pie. It's just fantastic. And w- what happened was we had one that was a store-bought one, and then we had hers. I was sitting back watching people's reaction, and I saw people go back and get seconds of hers, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. So I'll put that recipe Ooh, in the in the show notes as well. Does so, Anne know you're and giving also, away? <laughs> and also, um, same thing, you could do some amazing like uh, apple pies, mm. and, um, but you do the dessert, upgrade the ingredients on that dessert, the quality of the dessert, do that part because that's the part that can really set people off, you know, is going down that whole tunnel of processed sugar. And by the way, and why I'm saying this and why this is the most important is that overeating sugar will literally smack around your immune system, mm-hmm. right? It'll mm-hmm. backslap it, mm-hmm. okay? Get down, <laughs> right? So it'll, you know, smell what the rock is, and smack it, right? <laughs> smack your immune system down. And this is another reason why, again, around the holidays when people tend to get sick is because they've overindulged that's in right. sugar. Oh, wow, yeah. Right? So that's just another huge heads up. So upgrade the ingredients. That's tip number four. Now let's get into the fifth and final tip of the day. So tip number five is to walk after dinner, mm-hmm. right? This is as simple as taking a 10 to 15 minute walk, a 15 minute stroll. And what this does is it will radically improve your insulin sensitivity and help to basically clean up your blood from the food that you've eaten. It'll help everything along, help the processing of everything, all right? And also it does something, it creates this interesting thing called piezoelectricity. You know, a lot of people think that they need to take something. You know, people come into my clinic, they're like, I, I need something for energy. What can I take? Mm-hmm. Not understand that you don't get energy, you create energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you create Generate something called it. piezoelectricity just by you getting up and moving around, mm-hmm. and it helps the digestive process. Sure. So then, quick question: Then uh, is that as soon as we mm-hmm. finish that last bite, take the dishes in there, rinse them off, put them in a dishwasher, or kind of like water? Do I need to wait fifteen minutes or so <laughs> before I get going? Right. Should I just has keep anybody ever out actually door? got a cramp after <laughs> eating and then swimming? Because it never happened to me. Yeah, right. I don't know, but I, maybe it happens. But. The warning was so blatant. You know, don't do it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, give yourself 10 minutes. Okay. You Enough know, time to put just on to, your shoes. Just, yeah, just let yourself get settled, you know, put your plate down and then, you know, take a couple of minutes. But yeah, w- within 10 minutes, definitely mm-hmm. get out there. And of course, you know. And is that after the second, third round of eating? <laughs> just after your meal. Okay. After your meal. Now, of course, where we live, the conditions, you know, the weather can be a little bit chilly. So what? Just put on your gloves, put on your coat, just go for it. And mm-hmm. it'll be a good opportunity to talk with one of your family members sure. maybe you haven't seen in a while. Sure. You know, Brisk if you live walk, in a more... casual... It can be a little bit, you know, act like you're going somewhere. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Walk mm-hmm. with a purpose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you don't have to just do like a power walk where you're, <laughs> you know, where you're racing. Because you'll come back hungry and start eating again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it doesn't work like that. But um, w- what I want to encourage people to do is... Just understand the power of this and where I got some of this data, and there's so many studies that back this up, is that it was Loretta DiPietro, and she's a professor and chair of the Department of Exercise Science at the George Washington University School of Public Health and Health Services. Longest title ever. Right. Longest title ever. (laughs) She's probably good at what she does, I hope. All right. So, But anyway, so she says that walking after a meal, according to our studies, really blunts the rise in blood sugar. Okay, so Great. blunts the rise in blood sugar. And remember, that's correlated with insulin, right? So insulin is your body's fat storing hormone. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to have that huge insulin response if we just get out and walk after our meal. Nice. It's like a little built-in hey. system that we can access at any time we want. 
And within the research, they found that it helps to lower post-meal blood sugar for three hours or more. Mm. Okay, so it's right there in black and white. And with this said, this pool is coupled with you can have that as a strategy and or the working out earlier in the day portion. Or put it all together. You know, and right. what do you get? You know, but so and we also want to talk about this really quickly is that you can start participate or rekindle a family tradition because for me growing up, all the neighborhood kids would actually get together on Thanksgiving, for example, and we'd have the ice bowl, mm-hmm. right? So we'd all play football <laughs> and whether it was snowing or not, you know, a couple of years it did snow, it was crazy, but we would get out and play football. And of course, some of the dads would come along too. That's great. And yeah, so you get out and do this physical activity. And so you, again, you're earning your meal. We didn't know we were doing that at the time, right. but get out and do something active that mm-hmm. day. Celebrate mm-hmm. being alive, celebrate yes. being healthy and and fit and have the capacity to be able to do this stuff with your family it's always so much fun and it's a bonding experience it really is so you can start now like you can Mm -hmm. actually choose that this holiday Mm -hmm. you're going to get everybody together beforehand and you're going to have some kind of a physical activity of some sort you know maybe everybody gets together and play basketball or football touch football or tackle if you're crazy you know if you're one of those twister families that want (laughs) to beat each other down you know so or anything like that is really Mm going to benefit you greatly so and with that and also you said coupled with training earlier in the day so now the only issue is that unlike when you know you're going to be going out to a restaurant later in the day you know on just a regular day not a holiday day uh, the gym is probably going to be closed. Right. Right. So it can be a little bit more complicated. This is something where you can do some body weight stuff at home mm-hmm. uh, if you want to. Or for me personally, you know, I kind of, I've evolved my strategy over the years. So I'll just do a crazy tough workout evening before. Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's, uh, we'll just say Christmas and the gym is going to be closed. The 24th, that evening, early afternoon, evening, I'm doing a tough workout, probably a leg day. Mm-hmm. And I know that my body's going to be more receptive even into the next day. For all that stuff I'm going to be consuming, you know, and of course, like we've talked about all the different strategies that I use for the quality of food that I'm eating. But this is also a time that I want to encourage you. And I'm going to throw this in here in the mix. Tip number six, a bonus one is to (laughs) enjoy yourself. Yeah. Just enjoy yourself, you know, because it's not every day that I'm eating pumpkin pie of any sort. That's right. But I had some and it was all good. Mm -hmm. Actually, I had two slices. Love hard, man. (laughs) Love hard. I love it. So enjoy yourself. Yeah. Utilize these strategies. And I hope that these have been valuable for you and valuable for many years to come. I appreciate you so very much for tuning into the show and for sharing the show with your family. It means the world to me, and it also means the world to them. And it does. You never know who you can help. That's right. You know, Happy you never holidays. Know. Absolutely. No matter where you are in the world, no matter when you're listening to this, these strategies are going to be helpful for you moving into the future. So have them there in the front of your mental Rolodex. You're in more control of your life and your health than you might give yourself credit for. So take this stuff and put them in action. And thank you again so much for tuning in. And we'll talk with you real soon. Nice. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to TheSeanStevensonModel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments. So please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. Promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening.